Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline, no time to waste. It was an epic Sunday. The guys are here. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. The only place to start today is with outstanding football conversation that we're going to give you wall-to-wall for the next two hours, and I'm delighted that once again this Monday, Dan Orlovsky and Ryan Clark are good enough to spend a little extra time with us here, finishing up Get Up and Rolling right into our radio show here. And let's not waste any time, guys, because there's a million places to go. Dan Orlovsky, let's start with the Justin Fields story from yesterday. It was a disaster. For anyone who didn't see it, Justin Fields in his debut as the starter for the Chicago Bears, they had a net total of one passing yard. You were extremely hard on the coach yesterday. Your thoughts? The coach should be moved from his position of coach. They should fire Matt Nagy. He had 149 days since the moment he drafted Justin Fields to build this game plan. It was the worst offensive game plan I've ever seen in my life. And it was either intentional or negligent. You either showed everybody that you're incapable of taking talent and building a plan in an offense around a certain style and skill set talent-wise, or you took that talent and said, I don't want to do it. I'm going to set him up to struggle. I'm going to set him up to fail and our whole offense. So it was either or. It's very black and white to me. 20 drop back passes 13 times. They played five-man protection. No help to that offensive line against a Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney-led defensive line. It's just a, a malpractice coaching in every aspect. They, they went seven-man protection for extra bodies one time. That was, I think, in the late in the third quarter. They went one movement pass in the second quarter, one movement pass in the third quarter, getting him outside the pocket. RC, two designed runs. I could have walked in yesterday not knowing a single thing about their offense and built a better game plan. I'm, a, I'm not even trying to be silly that, 100%. Yeah. And as an organization, you have to say, we can't watch the same horror movie twice, man. We yeah, watched think, it with Mitchell Trubisky. We can't see it again. I think what we've seen some of the best coaches do is adapt to their players, right? We, we, we watched Andy Reid adapt to who Patrick Mahomes is. When Colin Kaepernick began to play for Alex Smith in San Francisco, we watched Coach Harbaugh do that as well. Matt Nagy hasn't necessarily done that. He didn't do it with Mitchell Trubisky, and now obviously not doing it with Justin Fields. As the game is changing and more of these quarterbacks are coming out of these spread systems from college, why aren't we going to talk to those guys? Why, why, why don't we talk to Ryan Day in the 149 days we've had to develop something for Justin Fields? And when you watch the game plan yesterday, it wasn't even to me about the, the negligence or it wasn't to me about the inability to make a scheme that fit Justin Fields. It was the fact that, like, you didn't try. Right. Yeah. It, it was that some things that seem very obvious when you have a player with that skill set weren't done. The fact that you didn't move the pocket until middle of the second of the second quarter, the fact that there weren't more quarterback runs called or more RPOs or giving Justin Fields opportunities to use his athleticism. And to me, that is where Matt Nagy showed that he wasn't prepared for the moment. And if Matt Nagy, a, a now experienced head coach, obviously an experienced play caller, isn't prepared for the moment. How do you expect your rookie quarterback? I mean, he was brought to Chicago initially to be the quarterback whisperer for yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And, and, and RC, well, I thought he was you, whispering. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it never got any louder. And, yeah. and I think the point that you made on TV this morning was a good one. You don't get two shots at that. You don't. No, you don't. You, have, you absolutely do not. You don't get two shots at drafting a guy that high. Right. You moved up to get Mitchell Trubisky. You also moved up in the draft to get Justin Fields. At some point, it becomes, okay, what's the common denominator? 
right? All of these guys that we've evaluated and we think are good players can't all of a sudden become bad football players when they get to the NFL. So you're not developing, you're not scheming, and you're not calling the plays in a fashion to allow them to succeed. Yes, Justin Fields is going to be in Chicago longer than Matt Nagy is going to be, however long that takes. And you know who knows that? Matt Nagy knows that. So this doesn't make any sense to me. And I think the Chicago Bears need to look at the New York Jets. Yeah, You know, Sam Darnold stunk for years. Oh, mm-hmm. he can't play, he can't play, he can't play. And everyone that was really smart in the football world kept telling everybody it is a coaching thing. All of a sudden, he gets away from that coach. Wow, Sam Darnold's playing good football. And I think that, listen, this is an eventual decision. Everyone knows that Matt Nagy is not going to be there next year unless something goes incredibly different. Right. Why are we going to wait? Right. Don't tell me that there's not a different option. I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me there's no one else to turn to. You have other coaches on your staff. They're not going to do a worse job. And I think that's where the Bears are. And this is not a Justin Fields played well thing. Right. We're not trying to sit here and, and ignore the fact that, yes, Justin struggled, but we expected him to. We're trying to point out the fact that Justin was, by his coaches, set up in a way where he was the only option was to play well, badly. So to, to me, though, I wanted to see him struggle doing things I thought he can do yeah. well. Right? And so, so don't sit him in the pocket. Don't have him under pressure. Don't give him opportunities outside the pocket. Have run pass options. Now, you do those things, and Justin Fields makes bad decisions. Justin Fields is inaccurate down the field, and he has actual opportunities to succeed where his talent or his decision-making doesn't allow him to, then that's on Justin Fields. Right. But your job as Matt Nagy is to put him in those positions. Did he play well? Absolutely not. I am not absolving Justin Fields of what he did yesterday. What I'm saying right. is he wasn't, he was never put in position to play well. Yes. It and was that's a catastrophe difficult. in every conceivable way. The guys here with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. You know, I've said a million times, more young quarterbacks are ruined than developed. Hopefully that will not happen to Justin Fields. We think that it happened to Mitchell Trubisky. You just pointed out that it happened to Sam Darnold. I will confess to you, Dan, I am scared to death mm-hmm. that we are three games into it happening with Zach Wilson. And RC made a great point. They are getting worse. Yes. The Jets' offense and Zach Wilson look way worse week three than they looked week one. Yeah, Greeny, I got a buddy uh, by the name of Dave Phelps who lives in New Jersey, and he texted me last night, and he goes, is it time for me to start worrying about Wilson? Mm. You know, in, in three games in, I kind of immediately took the question almost in a humorous way, like, come on, bud, chill out. And he's dead serious. Like, hey, is it really start the time to start worrying about it? Because first week, you're like, okay, there's some stuff there. Yeah, Especially exactly, in the second half, yeah. make some plays and whatnot, and then the terrible performance against the, the, the New England Patriots last week where you go to some of the head-scratching interceptions and then, again, looking very similar to yesterday. I think the reality, and I thought, RC, your point was great. With the, the, the reality is they don't have anybody in their really offensive staff yes. right now in the quarterback room that could sit down with Zach Wilson and be like, that's not real. You know, the, there's the difference between college football and the NFL. Right. Some stuff in college football happens, and it's not real life. It's mm-hmm. not reality. And they, you need someone in that, that room with them every single day talking about what's real, what isn't. You can, you can't, you should, you shouldn't. Right. We, you will and you won't. And they're missing that right now. And what you're starting to see is a little bit of pressure, so to speak, of like the, 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 the heat is on, and yeah, he's trying a, to force it. I, I just think, I think the, the hard part is, is all we ever want when you're watching young quarterbacks is to see the things that you do well. Right. right? I, I want to see that your, your team understands and identified the things that you can do well in this league, and they try to do them. We haven't seen that with Zach Wilson in the Jets. And, we t- and you talked about the second half. 
we left the second half of the Carolina Panthers game week one like, oh, yeah. Zach got some stuff. You know, yeah. he was beat up in the first half. Yeah. He made some throws in the second half. And it's gotten progressively worse since then, right? Mike LaFleur hasn't put him in positions to succeed. And no matter what they seem to do, when you watch this team, they don't look coordinated, right? They don't look organized. They don't look together. Mm-hmm. And when you see all those things, that's the issue. And now Zach Wilson is a guy that's pressing. Zach Wilson is a guy that's starting to feel the pressure. Zach Wilson is a dude that went from in the preseason being able to take the easy play, right. right, being able to do the smart thing, to now feeling like he has to make a play to prove that he's worth that draft pick. Yeah. And that's a place you don't want a young quarterback to be. One of the things I would kind of encourage the Jets coaching staff to do, because we watched it last night in the Green Bay-San Francisco game, the, the difference between those two coaches, Mike uh, Matt LaFleur excuse me, and Kyle Shanahan, and a lot of other coaches, Andy's re- Randy Reid is in this conversation as well as they don't care that easy completions are easy completions no not you know at these all. coaching staffs like yeah just go kick it out right there and while it's not this incredibly creative play my job and they're not doing that enough with the jets yeah. you know they're not giving zach and i call them series call it run it c-i-r-i just call it and run it mm-hmm. these are mental breaks these are easy things you don't need to be talented to do it and you watch last night with green bay and san francisco these just boring easy throws by these quarterbacks that become six seven yard gains anyone could do them but they need to kind of call more of that, that makes for zach wilson yeah. uh, greeny presented by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I will tell you who I blame in the case of the Jets. It's the people all the way at the top. Because the New York Jets have a coach who's never been a head coach, mm-hmm. an offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator who's never been a defensive coordinator, a rookie quarterback with no experience backup. Who thought that was going to work? Yeah. Who yeah. looked at that and said, oh, there's yeah, a recipe right. no, for it's, success? It's a, it, it, it's a terrible plan. And the worst part is it's not only a terrible plan for your team, it's a terrible plan for your quarterback. When you draft a guy, yeah, like When you draft a guy number two, understanding that you've been looking for a quarterback for years. Right. You just you lose Sam Darnold or, or, or you say Sam Darnold can't do the job. You now bring in Zach Wilson and you don't put a plan in place for him to grow. Yeah. And if I was the Jets, I mean, this isn't a hard fix, though, Greeny. Like if I'm the Jets, I find a quarterback or a guy that has been a part of, you know, I'm calling him Matt Schaub. Yeah. And going, hey, you played in this Shanahan, you know, LaFleur yep. Kubiak system. Josh McCown, these guys that really know this system that are going to come in and basically be a coach. They're just on your roster. Mm-hmm. And I've always said this. The impact that that guy is going to have, you can't really quantify. Think of Drew Stanton and his impact yeah. on a Baker Mayfield. It may right. not have shown in the moment right then, but I promise you Baker Mayfield sits back and goes, man, that, that year that I had with Drew yeah. Stanton, who had been around for a long you know, time, had such tremendous and, 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 impact. You know, you know what the other piece of it is, too? And, and I remember this from having veterans when I was in New York or when I was in Washington. Being able to come be vulnerable with a guy on the sideline when you can't feel like you could do that with your coach. Yes. Or when you don't feel like that. When you come to the sideline and you're like, hey, man, I just – I didn't know what it was. And to have a guy say, oh, man, I've been there. Listen, Put your arm around them. Pick I've them been up. there before. Look, here's what you do. The next time you get it, look, you'll be fine. And it just feels good to now walk back out on the field and not feel alone. There's nobody that can do that for Zach Wilson. The offensive coordinator can't do that. The head coach can't do that. He's a defensive guy. And so now he's in his fight by himself. And when things are going bad, especially in New York, right? Like he talked about the fact about how people drive and like all these differences between New York in Utah. Right. The other thing is they will eat you alive. Mm-hmm. And right. it's going to start. He's going to start hearing it. And if he, if he can't put that outside noise out and then just go play football, it's going to be difficult. Just remember, 
Eli Manning is probably one of the greatest New York athletes ever. And yeah. the reason why, outside of performance, was his ability to handle all the mud. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And his superpower of just never <laughs> attaching himself to it in any capacity in the, the thick skin. You, like, he doesn't have that right now. Yeah. Right. And that's tough you know to what try else to Eli had? Eli had Tom Coughlin. had been around a million yeah, times. Absolutely. And he had uh, Kurt Warner right? as, absolutely. His, as and a veteran quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And he had his older brother and his father, who was an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Zach Wilson grew up in a city smaller than the apartment building I grew up in, a 15-minute walk from where mm. we're sitting right now. They're giving him no chance. If yeah. the, Jet, they're, they're, the only reason people aren't talking about that as much as they are Justin Fields is that no one cares. No one cares about us. We're right. the Jets. I mean, their own fans, don't, we don't even care at this point anymore. Yeah. We're so disgusted by it. And that really is the single worst indictment you can make of a team. I could do this with you guys for the entire day. Thank you both for man, hanging thank out. Thank you, man. Good You're times. the best. Thank the you, best. Ryan Clark, Dan Orlowski, just awesome. Greeny, uh, a reminder, Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless 5G capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. My hot takes are next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny's Takes. All right, so I put together my five big takeaways from yesterday in the NFL, and there I could have easily done 50, to be completely honest with you. But as we continue here, I will run through some more stuff. But let's start with the five big things. Number five. I cannot believe they allowed Matt Nagy to fly back to Chicago with his team. If I were the ownership of the Chicago Bears, I genuinely would have been standing on the tarmac and said, uh, let me just check your IDs, please. You go on. You go on. What, are you the head coach here and the offensive genius? Now I've got a ticket on United for you. You're flying back from Cleveland separately. And look, I appreciate that he accepted the responsibility for the catastrophe. I obviously, as a head coach, did not do a good enough job of uh, getting this offense ready to go to be able to play and win a football game. So uh, it starts with me, it ends with me, and uh, it's as simple as that. This is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Uh, so, but we got to get to the film, and we got to make sure that we're hard on ourselves, and we understand the whys, um, and, and really just go from there. The Bears had one net passing yard, which is say they gained 68 yards on their passes and lost 67 yards on sacks. 
Through three games, they're averaging 3.3 yards per offensive play, (coughs) which is the lowest by any team in the last 15 years. Matt Nagy, the offensive guru, who was brought there to be the quarterback whisperer and be the genius, who is going to first mentor the number two overall pick in Mitchell Trubisky, and now the guy the franchise traded up for in Justin Fields is overseeing the worst offense in the NFL in the last 15 years. It's a disgrace. The game plan they put together, you heard me talking about it all last week. I almost felt bad saying it. So I kept saying, well, I want to see them put together an offensive game plan that works for the player and not for Andy Dalton. They ran Andy Dalton's offense yesterday and just plugged Justin Fields into it. That is a disgrace. It is the opposite of his job. And it's not like he's... Justin Fields is not the backup. He's the future. He dropped him back 30 times yesterday. They used pre-snap motion four times. They used max protection twice. They had two designed rollouts and two designed quarterback runs in a game that his defense was fighting their behinds off to keep them in. That was a disgrace. I honestly cannot believe they allowed him on the plane yesterday. Number four. Justin Herbert is every bit as good as Patrick Mahomes. That's just the truth. Patrick Mahomes is an unbelievable quarterback. He's as good as anybody ever seen. He's not better than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert in his second year is ridiculous. Now, the Chargers almost managed themselves into a game they had no business losing yesterday. And the guys told me on Get Up this morning, when they throw that touchdown pass at the end, if you saw the end of the game, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, it's very hard for me to explain in great detail. But they were in a position, they were inside the 10-yard line. (coughs) All they need to do was kneel on it, let the clock run down to three seconds, and kick a chippy, an an old extra point, and they win the game. Instead, they throw a touchdown pass in the corner of the end zone and give Patrick Mahomes time to come down and beat them. Oh, by the way, they then miss the extra point, not from the four-yard line, but from where it's kicked now, and they left themselves vulnerable. A touchdown would have actually beaten them at the end. Let's put that aside for the moment. Justin Herbert is a stud, super stud. He's unreal. And Patrick Mahomes, 57 starts, including the playoffs. There have been five games where the opposing quarterback had more passing yards, more yards per attempt, and a higher completion percentage in that game, which is to say five times that he was indisputably outplayed. Justin Herbert has two of those. And he has now started, I believe I'm right, he has now started... 16 games in his NFL career. Is that right? Or yesterday would be his 17th. He's, he right? has started 18 NFL Oh, it's, it's week three. It's week yeah. three. 18 games. He has started 18 games. Justin Herbert is a stud. And that matchup between Herbert and Mahomes twice a year over the next 15 years is a fantasy. It's like the greatest thing you could ever possibly imagine. Sign me up for as much of that as I can possibly get. Number three. I cannot believe... How badly the Lions got screwed. This is not about Justin Turner making that kick. You know, Hembo does an unbelievable job. He's always putting stats in here for me. Justin Tucker is now 16 for 16 in his NFL career on field goals in the final minute of regulation. Good for him. (laughs) I never thought I'd hear myself say this. But a 66-yard, so the longest field goal in NFL history that stoinked in off the crossbar to win a game that you otherwise would lose on the final play of regulation is not the story here. It's not. The Lions getting absolutely ripped off 
by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense not being called for a delay of game on the previous play is inexcusable. We all know that when that clock hits zero, there's usually like a, you give them just a beat. You give the offense a beat before you throw the flag. They got to two Mississippi. Remember you're growing up and playing football? One Mississippi, two Mississippi. They got to two Mississippi. How on earth was that not called? And at the risk of stating the obvious, that would have turned a 66-yard field goal try into a 71-yard field goal, which, A, they wouldn't have tried in the first place. They would have thrown an alley-oop. Uh, not an alley-oop. Put a, a Hail Mary, excuse me. <laughs> and, B, if they did try it, as we saw, it wouldn't have made it because this one made it by an inch, veritably made it by an inch. That ball, if that ball is six inches shorter, it's going to stoink back onto the field of play. <laughs> it is the most amazing finish maybe ever. But how do the Lions always get screwed like this? I mean, of all the teams for this to happen to, I, I genuinely feel sorry for them and their fans. They almost came all the way back to beat San Francisco week one. They, they played Green Bay pretty tough on the road in a tough game on Monday night. And now this? They won the game yesterday. They won it. So I, I, that's the hot take here. It's not about Justin Tucker. My apologies to Justin Tucker, who I love, who's maybe the clutchest kicker ever, and who, oh, by the way, sings opera in his spare time. But the Lions just got ripped off. Greeny with the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. These are my hot takes. Number two. Watching the Steelers yesterday felt like watching the end of something. There was something about seeing them being manhandled at home by the Cincinnati Bengals that felt like you were seeing the end of something. Van Roethlisberger threw 13 passes behind the line of scrimmage yesterday. One of them came on a fourth and 10 with three minutes to go down 14. They had no chance against the Cincinnati Bengals. Not against Cleveland, not against Baltimore, not against Kansas City, not against Tampa, against Cincinnati who is supposed to be the doormat. Well, they're doormats no more. Joe Burrow is a freaking stud. Jamar Chase all of a sudden can catch, and he shows you why he's the fifth pick in the draft. But this is about the Steelers, who have been a model of consistency and excellence forever, and will remain that. But it's over for Ben. Sorry to say it. I hate to see it go. I always feel sad when these great players come to the end of their careers. But that's just the reality. And they're not doing anything of consequences here. Yeah, the defense is going to get a lot better. They played without T.J. Watt yesterday. He's the most important player on that. Actually, the most important player on that whole team. But I don't think they win that game with him yesterday anyway. Their offense got manhandled. And there are much better defenses in the sport than Cincinnati's. So I'll say it again. I know it's only the beginning of the season. But the hot take is watching the Steelers yesterday felt like watching the end of something. Number one. The Jets have regressed. From week one to week three, they've gotten way worse. And all any of us who are their fans, the few and the proud of us, because there were so few of us, that this game didn't even get a ripple. What the Jets are doing to Zach Wilson isn't even getting a ripple nationally. And the reason for that is because they're so irrelevant that people just don't care outside of those of us who live and die with this stuff. But all you cared about going into the season was just let it start getting better. Like, let me see why we drafted Zach Wilson. Let me see why everyone's so excited about him. Let me see the enthusiasm and excitement of a young coaching staff. You watch Detroit? You watch that team fight like hell for their coach? 
Do the Jets look like they're fighting like hell? Why did they get on the plane? Why did they fly to Denver yesterday? Why did they bother? They could still be out there right now and they wouldn't have scored. The Jets are the only team in the NFL that has yet to play with a lead at any point, and there's no obvious reason to think they're going to have one. None. The Jets are worse than they were last year, much worse. And they've given absolutely no chance to the rookie quarterback. I didn't think you could do anything worse to a person than they did to Sam Darnold. This is worse. They gave him a head coach who's never been a head coach, an offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator, and no backup. No backup quarterback of anybody who's ever played a game in their life. They're giving him no chance. They are sabotaging Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson should be begging them to let him get out of there. What they're doing to him is a disgrace. And I'm not going to keep talking about it. You know why? Because I have an obligation to talk about things and teams that matter. People that seem to be trying. And the coach gets up there and says, we had a great week of practice. You know, from O-line, route running, quarterback, playing in rhythm. Uh, it, it just It's play caller, making sure that we're, it's just everybody. You know, and it's we've all got to look in the mirror. We've all got to find a way to way, way to play better on Sunday. Because during the week, it, it's... It, it's the execution is very high during the week. Oh God! And we've got to find a way to bring. It oh to God! Oh God! Did he just say the execution is very high during the week? Did he just say this is a team that looks really good except on Sundays? Did he actually just say that? Did I just hear that? Do not tell me the execution looks good when you haven't scored a touchdown in two games. I think you got to play it again. I, I, I'm flabbergasted by this. You know, from O line. Now, why am I playing it again? Bubba, what did I miss? I just want to hear it again. Oh, no, I'm not playing it again. I'm never playing it again. You know, the execution during the week is really good. Look, Robert Sala, he's a first-time head coach. He'll learn. Don't freaking say that. Don't say that if you're the coach in Jacksonville. Don't under any circumstances say it in New York. We look really good during the week? You stink. Your team might as well have not flown to Denver yesterday. You were non-competitive. Zero chance to win. And not one person on that field looked like they gave a damn. So I don't want to hear it. I blame everyone from the top. They put together a plan that has... Their plan seems to be, let's just throw away a season and hope that all our young guys get better. But what they don't realize is it's a culture. You're You're building... You are defined now by being a culture that is in perpetual losing. And perpetual rebuilding, but without any building. You're just in re. The Jets are an embarrassment. And there's nothing about them to watch. Nothing. So I'm not going to sit here and yell and scream about it because there's people all over this country that want to listen to this radio show and they deserve for me to be talking about a team that actually cares. And they've given you no indication that they are among those teams. It's an absolute disgrace. And those are my hot takes for this Week three, which will conclude tonight. Greeny here, where all our guests appear on the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. Uh, okay, Bubba's just putting it. Bubba is just, I can see the screen, Bubba. I know what you're doing over there. The execution is very high during the week. Oh, God. And we've got to find a way to bring it to Sunday and execute at the high level that we're uh, practicing at. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Like, I, I literally just, I hit the sounder that said, I'm done with that. And so why are you bringing me back to that? Why are you trying as hard as you can to ruin? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I watch the Jets play football. Right. And I can tell you in all honesty, 
In the last nine days, the best, the most enjoyment I have gotten out of anything was having a bacterial throat infection. <laughs> having a bacterial throat infection is infinitely more fun than watching the Jets play. It's not good. I'm going to try and think of, I'm going to make a list of all things I would rather do than watch the Jets play. What is, what is the most excruciating dental procedure that exists? Like, what is that? Forget a root canal. Root, yeah, I mean, root no, I've had a root canal. Fun. Uh, it, you know what? In a root canal, they put me on this, uh, I don't know what it was, that, that gas they give you there? The, mm. Yeah, they knock you out. Oh, least, yeah. I was having a great time. I looked at the dentist when we were done. I said to him, why are we finished? Keep going. <laughs> you don't even feel it because you know why? They give you Novocaine. That's what we need. We need to all take Novocaine before watching the Novocaine Jets. Novocaine for sports fans. Inject it in my eyes so I don't have to watch this trash. They're trash. They're terrible. I'm actually watching the game yesterday thinking to myself, God, I miss Adam Gase. <laughs> because yes. he might have been incompetent, but the team looked like they cared. Bring back Gase. Remember how hard they played? I'm old enough to remember when they played hard. They look lost. They did play hard for old Gase. They played hard for... <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what I'm... Why are you doing this to me? I was going to move on. Yeah, we can move on. I forgot where I was going. Now. I think we're, we're going to check in with Nuno on his Giants. Uh, no, no. But, well, now I've gotten too close to the end of the segment here, so I want to save plenty of time. Yeah, we need some time. For, for Nuno, who do you think was more upset yesterday? Nuno watching the Giants at home retire Eli's number at halftime <laughs> and then score 14 points at home against a defense that looked worse than the Jets' offense leading into this game and fall to a hopeless 0-3 in the one game you figure you would, ha- you would win and you had to win, <clears throat> or me watching the Jets, who were really good on Wednesdays. Here's the thing. Here's what the Jets have to do. We have to petition the league. Someone, Nuno, you're the producer of the show. Call Goodell. I want Roger on the phone, and I want to tell him that from now on, the Jets must only play on Wednesdays. The Jets are excellent on Wednesdays. That's the problem. The league is out to screw the Jets, and they make us play all the time on Sunday. And they don't realize that's not when we're good. The Jets are dangerous on Wednesday. We play these games on Wednesdays, and the Jets, their execution is excellent. We'd win the Super Bowl if we played on Wednesdays. Bring in Brady. Bring in Rodgers. I don't care who you want to bring in there. We beat them because we execute on Wednesdays. That should be your slogan. We are the New York Jets. We're unbeatable on Wednesdays. Crying out loud. Uh, I've lost track of what I was going to do here, but we'll, I'll, I'll try and pull it back together again. Um, let's, you know what? Let me just go to a break here. I, we're going to get Nuno in on his Giants. We've got to get a wager between Hembo and Bubba tonight because their teams go head-to-head. i got a million things that I haven't gotten to, and it's just because Bubba lives to upset me. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So if there's one thing we always try and do here, it's turn it to the funny. So something funny, the opportunity to be funny happened. So I'm going to try and make this funny. So once again, Robert Sala, the coach of the Jets, yesterday bemoaned the fact that his team is not executing well on Sundays when they execute so well during the week. So we thought to ourselves, this could make a great movie. So, Baba, give me a little music here. Give me a little music. Let's see how this sounds. This is dramatic music, and this will be the promo for a film. You ready? Here we go. In a world where every other team is focused on Sunday, sometimes Monday, and once a year, Thursday, meet the 2021 New York Jets, who are either light years ahead of their time or the worst team ever. It is the story of that rarest of football phenomena. It is... Any given Wednesday. <laughs> is that a movie you'd go see? Would you go, Bubba, would you go see Any Given Wednesday? That's coming soon to a theater near you. Any Given Wednesday starring the 2021 New York Jets. Man, um, since it's starring the Jets, it's a good I movie. I'm dying to see it, yeah. but um, that, you sold it pretty well there, so I think I'm in. It's a good movie. <laughs> I gave you my best in a world there. Uh, all right, and let's get here what's on your mind, brought to you by my computer career training for a better life. Let's see what the guys have to say. So the way I am with the Jets, that's how our producer Nuno is with the Giants, who actually lost a worse game yesterday because the Jets were always going to stink. The Giants were a team that came into this season thinking postseason thoughts. They get blown out week one. They give away a game in the division week two. And then yesterday in a game that has to be the only gimme you would imagine on their schedule they lay an egg Nuno what's on your mind so I I've been thinking about this and I feel like you know if you're ever in a toxic relationship where (laughs) you love something Mm -hmm. so much or someone so much but you get to a point where they're not reciprocating right and I feel like that's where I'm at with this giant team I've given them my heart and soul these first three weeks that I'm not going to allow them or my belief is I'm not going to allow them to hurt me anymore Mm. because even if there is one good quality in them like Daniel Jones's play I still don't like them enough because of everything else that's going on it's burning timeouts it's dumb penalties it's guys getting you know and they can't control this but guys getting hurt and being afraid to go for it on fourth and two from the uh, the Falcons 39 yard line because you want to pin them back and then your defense gives up big plays there's so much just cowardness and play calling and and I just can't, Greeny, but I'll fool myself and fall into this trap mm. in two weeks when they're playing a close game against the Cowboys, right? And I look at their schedule, and they're probably going to lose the next seven in a row and be 0-10 <laughs> before they play the Eagles. Like, everyone's going to need to go, oh, John Mara, you're kicking a trash can. This is your fault. Like, you allow this to happen. You're the reason people are booing. I, I'm sorry. I, I love uh, it. No, and I, I think I know what you're saying. You're saying, fool me thrice, shame on you. 
<laughs> Fool me a fourth time, shame on me. Nuno washes his hands of the situation. I love it. That's what is on his mind. Brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. One more thing I want to get in here. It's a good Monday night football game tonight between the Cowboys and the Eagles. And if you listen to the show, you know that we have the NFC East fairly well represented. Nuno representing the Giants. Bubba, who is wearing his Dak jersey today, representing the Cowboys. And uh, Hembo who is from Philadelphia, representing the Eagles. So I think this might call for a wager tonight. Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, Bubba, what are you willing to risk on the outcome of tonight's Monday Nighter between the Cowboys and Hembo's Eagles? Well, yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, I'm already wearing the deck. I tend to wear the deck in advance, and I wear the deck if they win. So I guess I'd theoretically be willing to, if they lose, instead of wearing the deck, I guess I'll don an Eagles jersey tomorrow if oh. the Cowboys lose. Ooh. I suppose I'd be willing to do that. So, Bubba, in the event that the Eagles win tonight, <coughs> pardon me, still getting over the uh, bacterial throat infection, which was the best part of my week. Um, so, Bubba, in the event the Eagles lose tonight, is will, uh, win tonight, he's willing to wear the Eagles jersey. Now, Hembo... Mm. You are the Eagles fan. What are you willing to do in the event that the Cowboys win tonight? In the event that the Cowboys win tonight, I will find a Cowboys prop here at the Seaport. Stephen A. goes on first take all the time with mm-hmm. various gear, uh, cowboy hat, cigar, whatever the case may be. I will locate one of those things, and I will wear one of those things. I'll say the cowboy hat. We'll say I'll wear a cowboy hat okay. for the game if the Eagles wind up losing tonight somehow. So let it be written. So let it be done. Those mm-hmm. are the stakes of the wager. If the Cowboys win tonight, then Hembo has to wear the Cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. And if the Eagles were to win tonight, then Bubba has to dress up in the Eagles jersey. I love everything about it. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. By the way, hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. Let the record show I was 4-1 and one on the picks this weekend. I hit you with the Rams plus 1, the Saints plus 3, the Chargers plus 7, the Bears and Browns with the under. I had all of those right, and then I had the 49ers minus 3 last night. That was the only loss. So a 4-1 and one week for Greeny, who is now 9-7 and seven on the season. These conversations continue next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.